Anime Pulse, episode 505. I'm Red. And I'm Rio. Welcome back to another episode of Anime Pulse. Yes, we are back. And we're here for the second episode of previews for this season. Yep, the spring 2017 season of anime. We're here to bring you what is good, what is bad, and uh, what is boring. Yeah, I mean, I have to say this season is actually turning out to be pretty decent. Yeah, I would agree with that statement. It is actually for spring. It's actually a pretty, a pretty robust selection of goodies to pick from. Yeah, I have. Uh, besides the bastard magic instructor anime, I haven't watched anything terrible. Which I was telling Rio earlier off the air that it does get better. The second episode does, in fact play upon what I thought, and that the instructor is actually very powerful. He was just acting um, not powerful at all. Um, and, like, it, there's some, there's a lot of stuff goes on in the second episode that uh, it gives you, like, a lot more background on him and why he thought he recognized the blonde girl. Um, oh, okay. It gives you some, uh, it gives you <laughs> reasoning behind the bow on the white-haired girl's uh, head, which is supposed to look like cat ears because her nickname is Shironeko. Um, mm-hmm. And it also uh, tells you more about the uh, the teacher himself and why he acts the way he does. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'll, I, I have a feeling that this will be a good show to do a joint review of when it finishes up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we'll, I have like even if it does get better, I think we will have like varying opinions of it. I'm so. I'm sure of that. Yes. Alrighty then, I guess we can jump into IRL news. Yeah, why don't you start us off this week? All right. Uh, this past week, um, my father was gone for most of it. He was. He went out, I dropped him off to Megabus, um, mm-hmm. so he took that down, because he can't drive still because of his hand, yeah. um, so he took a Megabus down to see my aunt, his sister, for her birthday, mm-hmm. and he was supposed to come back on Monday, but then he said that, like, he called me up and he was just, 
I'm going to stay down here for longer. And I was like, all right, uh, when do you want me to pick you up? He's like, I don't know yet. I was like, okay. Oh. So uh, <laughs> I basically went the whole week. On Friday, I picked him up. Uh, he had a fun time. He stayed down there more because he has this cough, um, mm-hmm. which he's worried something might be going on with his lungs. But uh, his cough went away when he was down there because it was a lot warmer. So I'm okay. thinking this summer he'll get a lot better with his cough. I think it's just the cold air. That is really doing it to him, which we're still experiencing variations of up here in New York State. Yeah, yesterday was fucking cold. Yeah, it wasn't great. I did go for a walk yesterday, though. I think it was a high of 53 and a low of 32. Yeah, it was in the 40s here, and it was uh, raining, so I didn't go out much. Yeah, it didn't rain for most of my walk, but then like, as soon as I got to the top of the hill... It was like, I'm going to start downpouring, Kay. <laughs> so luckily, I was wearing my brown man hoodie. So I just threw my hood over and started walking. And, and that got a little soaked. So that was a little annoying. But hey, at least I didn't get soaked. So I didn't get sick. Yeah, um, there you go. I have burnt myself out of Gwent. Oh, you're burnt out, huh? Yeah. Playing the ranked matches, like... Now, a lot of the people, because it's a closed beta, a lot of people are getting really good while I'm staying mediocre. So every now and then I win Mm -hmm. a match, but for the most part, it's like, you defeated, you were defeated, you were defeated, you were defeated. It's like, uh, I'm going to wait until the open beta (laughs) because I can't, I can't keep losing like this. It kind of like defeats me somewhere emotionally. So I, I need to play against some worse players than myself for that to happen, or at least some new players who don't have really good cards. And they they have a lot of nerfing to do on a lot of these cards. Like, mm-hmm. you can do some crazy shit with a monster deck where it's basically like you have one card consuming another card, which gains that power, and then another card that produces monsters when a card is consumed. So you have this machine of consume, produce, consume, produce. And unless you have a card that can stop the ability of a card or a card that can destroy the consumer before it really starts gaining power, you're fucked. (laughs) Because then what they can do is they have another card where they have the whole deck ability is that the last card you played from your hand stays on the battlefield. So Mm -hmm. if you play a card that consumes a super high cards level, then that card stays on the field. So then you have a level 52 card, and it's like, all my cards add up to maybe 25. What am I supposed to do? So they have a lot of nerfing to do. They also have a... They have a... uh, When you uh, start a match, like, the decks will, like, say their lines. So, like, my... Uh, deck is like close ranks or something like that because it's a, a northern realms deck mm-hmm. but the Tell deck or not Tell, the uh, skilliga deck one of mm-hmm. the leaders you can pick for it says uh, up and at him you lazy mingers you can sleep when you're dead because he's like a, a viking kind of guy yeah but if you misconstrue it or if like you're not great at hearing um accents i think you understand i think you can probably catch on what oh, you think he's no! saying yeah, so a lot of people actually brought that to their attention, like, maybe nerf that um, that in particular speech, because it sounds a little racist. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> yeah, so 
I got burned down on that. I've gone back to playing some more Battleborn. Um, I'm trying to wrap up the achievements in that game, even though I'm, I'm basically done with it because all the people who are helping me in the game have moved on. Um, so I have like, I'm all Ronery again, so I'm playing with randoms. Mm-hmm. Um, did a lot of shopping. Uh, got a lot of groceries last night, so I'm going to be making some desserts and food after I'm done with the podcast today. Going to be making a uh, a cinnamon spice bread and a. I'm either going to be making some uh, cupcakes, some pumpkin spice cupcakes with like filling that goes inside of them. So you like you take Ooh, a pipe bag. What kind of filling? It's um, it's like a pumpkin, uh, pumpkin cream cheese filling. Yes. So you you shove Send it into the one. thing and you, you squeeze it out and it goes into the cupcake and then you just go up and you make like a little frosting tip to the cupcake. So that got sounds those amazing. Coming. Um, we got other things in there that I can be making as well about pizza and and whatnot. And my dad's back again, so he'll be around the house all day with his hand. Um, oh, and I have another interview for next week so i have my i have my interview on friday with the department of conservation Mm -hmm. but now i have an interview with a uh like in a state apartment so like one of those really big apartment complexes um, yep on monday which is the day my dad's getting the staples taken out of his arm so i have to pick him up after the interview but um thankfully the interview is earlier in the day but the apartments are supposed to be pretty nice. It's in Schenectady, so it's a lot closer. It's also full-time work. It's not seasonal like the Department of Conservation job is. Mm-hmm. So that would work out great. Um, of course, I'm still still waiting to hear back from Uber to see whether or not they would approve me for uh, driving because I've given them all the information they need. Uh, they do a background check on you, and then after you pass a background check, which... Um, <clears throat> which they go through and they see if there's anything that uh, might, uh, you know, like car accidents, stuff like that, might okay. be questionable. Uh, then they'll be like, oh, we can't have you driving people around because you're dangerous. But I'm not a dangerous person. So I think yeah. I have I have a I have one thing on my record, which uh, is from a while back. But okay. um, yeah. But that that shouldn't influence at all. I saw they send you a free copy of it, um, and I saw that there were like some non-moving violation tickets that I got like back in two thousand eight and stuff like that that are listed yeah. there. But they don't actually factor those into consideration um, because it said clear. The only thing that was factored in was a uh, uh, something else on my uh, on my record. Yeah. 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 Uh, back in the back in the day, there was a uh, uh, thing where the, uh, the police had been looking around, and they were, they came to the front door of the house at one point. I was here. Mm-hmm. This is back when I walked every single day, and I was eating some like I think it was like Cheerios or something. I went to the door, and it came to my door, which is weird because I have a front door in my room. We have the front door in the living room. The front door okay. in my room is like all sealed off, so like I had to like break open the seal to open it for the cop. And the cop was, like, asking me some questions about something I didn't know about, some kind of uh, investigation they were doing. Um, and then, like, he asked me to come with him. And I said no. I, you know, I didn't want to come. I had breakfast and stuff like this here. But apparently him saying come with me was me being placed under arrest. 
And because I said no, exactly, I know, just because he wanted me to come with him so they could, they even said it later on when I was sitting in the car, they're like, you know, if you had just come with us, we would have just driven you back home and stuff. It's like, you could have just told me that ahead of time instead of being like, yeah, come with us. Because it freaked me out when they said that. And then he came in the house after me and he took off after me um, when I said no, which apparently is attempted resisting arrest when you say no. So now I have that on my permanent record forever. Which oh my. it always gets people questioning you. It's like, what were you resisting arrest for? And I was like, um, I was attempted to resist arrest to not go with a police officer when he asked me to. And then people were like, well, what was he asking me to? It's like, I have no idea anymore because I was not involved in the investigation because I had no information to add to it. So it's like, try to explain that to employers. Yeah. Yeah. That was the whole thing. That happened back in uh, 2012, I think, so not too recent, and it's it's like the the weakest misdemeanor. I could have had it not on my, um, not on my resume or resume on my record at all, but the uh, public defender I was given only was able to work out a deal with a judge where he was like, "Well, you can go to jail for uh, six months, or you can have exactly." For, or a year probation with a, I think it was like a thousand dollar fine, or it was, um, or it was this misdemeanor uh, with a thousand dollar probation uh, period, or thousand dollars and a year of probation, or you can go to jail for six months, still pay a smaller fine, which I think it was like four hundred dollars, and then there will be nothing on your record. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking jail. Fuck you. Uh, I'm really concerned and confused, and also I feel like you're lying to me. <laughs> no, I'm not lying. That That's exactly what happened. It, the whole entire thing that went down was cop showed up at my door, asked me to come with him after he asked me a few questions, which I had no idea what he was talking about. I said no, then he arrested me, took me, put me in his car, um, went to the sheriff's office, which is actually, afterwards, I could have... Um, I could have had him or had the case removed from the court because the lawyer, the public defender, brought it to my attention that the cop was from the sheriff's department, which is from the town. I live in the city. And that means that he, the deputy, was out of his jurisdiction, which means he didn't have jurisprudence to arrest me, is is what the lawyer said. Uh, This is how you know I'm not lying, because I'm saying legal stuff now that I have no idea I would have had no idea about if the lawyer hadn't told me. Um, But now I know about jurisprudence all the time, so I I quote that all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't do it because he said that what will happen is the case will then go to the city, and the city can either then pick it up or deny it. And if they deny it, then it just goes away. If they pick it up, though, he said that the city's even worse than the town, and that you will get a misdemeanor, and you will have to pay a larger fine. So I was like, well, I'm fucked either way. Ugh. And the whole thing was a mess. Like, we went to court, like, five times because, like, the first three times they couldn't see us. They were like, eh, court's closing. See you later. It's like, we, we've been sitting here for five hours. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll take your case another day. Mm, Amsterdam, fuck you. I can't send you to jail over nothing. Well, apparently they can. That's why I don't like cops on top of the fact that cops allowed a dog to attack my little sister and was like, oh, she must have been antagonizing it. It's like, it's a retired cop dog. 
it's, you know, supposed to be well behaved. And she was walking by it, but it's obviously not. It's retired for a reason. And the cops wouldn't do anything because those retired cop dogs. Fuck you, cops. Fuck the police. Okay. You're never there to help us when you're supposed to, and you're always there when we don't need you. Okay. Anything so, yeah. else happen? <laughs> no, no. No, nothing else happened this week. Uh, uh, no, that's it. So how about you? Um, well, at the beginning of the week, I ended up going home for a night because my mom said something that kind of upset me. Um, she called me in the middle of class because we were supposed to hang out, um, on Saturday Uh before, like the Saturday before the show. And I, uh, she called me to say, hey, I'm actually going out with friends, so no. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, she didn't even call me. I had to ask her through my father to be like, is she still visiting me? What's going on? And he, and he was just like, are you still visiting Amanda? And she was like, oh, no, sorry. <laughs> um, and so she called me in the middle of class on Monday mm-hmm. to tell me that she was sorry that she blew me off because instead of seeing me, she wanted to go have fun. Ouch. And I was pretty hurt by that. Yeah, I could see how that happened. <laughs> and so I like told my dad about it, and he was like, do you want to come home for the night and talk? And I'm just like, yes. And so I drove home, and we talked it out, and he was just like, I don't think she meant it like that, but that was pretty harsh, and you still got bl- blown off pretty bad. And I'm just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how basically when we try when I try to talk to my mom, it's basically like talking to a brick wall. It's just like, yeah. So how's your day? Huh? What? Oh yeah, my day's great. Isn't that how's school? That like that like the men usually do. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, men are also usually the ones that cheat on their spouses and not women. But uh, she did that, too. Yeah, I'll, so. I'll not add any commentary to that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I came back, and then I was... Tuesday, I was supposed to go down to my mother's house because my sister was going to do my hair. My sister sent me a text message Tuesday morning being like, don't show up, we have a guest speaker, I'm not even going to be on the floor. And I was like, okay. So we rescheduled it for Thursday. So Wednesday afternoon, I ditched class and drove down to my mother's house. And she tried to talk to me about what happened. And she was just like, I'm sorry. It's not like you're not hanging. It's not like hanging out with you isn't fun. It's just I want to hang out with my friends instead. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't sound any better. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of better than saying, like, I wanted to have fun. It's like you could have just said I wanted to hang out with my friends instead. Like, yeah. That's at least not saying, like, you're not fun. That's not important. Yeah, that. exactly. Um, but uh, And she was like, is there anything else you want to talk about? And I'm, and I'm like thinking of the list of things in my head that bother me. And I'm just like, no, nothing's wrong. <laughs> um, so I got work done that night. And then the next morning I went and drove down to Rhode Island 
because my sister goes to a beauty school in Rhode Island, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and we were going to get my hair done, and I want I want it done purple. Right. And mm-hmm. so, the woman who's teaching her was just like, "Oh, let me go make sure that we have purple before we decide on anything," and. They didn't have purple. So we were, like, talking about other colors, and my sister was like, well, orange looks shitty on everybody. Green only looks good on some people. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't want green, and I definitely don't want orange. (laughs) The orange hair, Rio. (laughs) And I was just like, well, what about, like, a red? And the woman was just uh, said, uh, oh, what about, like, a red-violet? And I'm just like, nice. I I like that. We can do that. Because I was originally going to have to get my hair bleached and then dyed. But with the red-violet, I only had to get it dyed and not bleached. Can't they just so, mix two colors together to get, like, a purplish? I'm assuming they could, but she's still new. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't want to, like, be like, here's some crazy chemistry crap. Like, she doesn't understand a whole lot of it yet, so. Probably, it's also probably, like, expensive product. To like just be mixing together colors like it's paint. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, she it it took like a couple hours because obviously, like, because like I said, she's still new right. and she's still learning. But um, it actually turned out really good. I look kind of like um, my the hair color is a little bit like Arden Azunia's, but a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. So, uh, next time I told her, I was just like, oh, when I get it dyed again in, like, a month or something, then let's go a little bit lighter. And she was like, okay, and she was, like, all really excited. She was like, does that mean you're going to come back? And I'm just like, yes, I'll be a returning client. And she's just like, oh, my God. And then I was like, oh, yeah, and I need to, like, get some shampoo or something because the stuff I have doesn't work for, like, dyed hair. Right. And she (laughs) lost her shit. She was just like, seriously? You want to buy products? And I'm just like, yeah. She's like, do you know how many points that's going to give me? And I'm like, no, I don't even know what that means, but I'm assuming it's good. And uh, she actually gave me a hug, which hasn't happened in, like, years. So that was pretty good. And I I love it. I've actually started styling it differently. Like, I kind of, like, swoop it to the side now instead of just letting the bangs hang on my forehead. Um, So it's a little fluffier now. You should send me a picture so I can actually have a picture of you on my phone so that I can associate it with your profile. Because right now it's just, it's one of those, like, gray and black pictures where it's, like, Oh, Rio texted me again. I know Can because get, there's no picture. <laughs> did you get a um Can you take Can you get pictures through text message? Yep, I can. I just have to turn I what happens is like if you send it to me now, the phone will be like there's a message trying to be sent to you that has uh, media on it. And it's like, okay, so I have to like turn on my data on the phone and then it will download the picture and then I can turn it off again and then just put the I picture. just did it. <laughs> ah. So you can look at that later. Um, yeah, so hair dyeing went great, but it was a fucking two-hour drive back to Manchester. And I've never driven that long in my life. I've driven, like, close to it. I've done, like, an hour and a half or whatever. But two hours is a fucking long time to be in the car, especially when you're driving on the highway and you're just like, I'm tired. Um, my computer 
the uh, old one, not the Mac that I used to record on, the old, like, just Windows PC, um, decided to kill itself. So, it, uh, it blue-screened of death, it, like, it started giving me blue-screens of death last week, and I got, like, two in a row, like, in the span of, like, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And then it gave me two more blue screens of death, like on Wednesday. And I and I texted, I sent a text to my father, and I was just like, "Um, I think my computer is trying to die." And he was like, "Uh oh." So he had just bought a new um, ThinkPad, and uh, he was just like, "You can have that one." And I'm just like, "Really? It's your brand new computer?" And he's just like, "Yeah, I'll just buy another one. It's fine." Little did I know that this is a $2,000 laptop. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's really nice. But I had to transfer all of my um, stuff over to it. So I, like, finished a project that I was working on on the old one before it could, like, officially kill itself. And then shoved it in a corner and was just like, I'm go to sleep. Shh, it's okay. Sleep well. And uh, started using this new one. And I like this new computer. It's good. Um, it's really fast. The touchpad is really sensitive, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll try to just be, like, I'll be, like, moving it across things. And it'll just be like, oh, are you, did you mean to click this? And it's like, no. <laughs> so that's a little aggravating. I'll just have to get used to it. Um, I played a lot of Persona 5. This weekend. On Saturday. Um, That's the, we, uh, the brand new one, right? Yeah, I brought my friend Olivia back home with me because we wanted to just have like a weekend to hang out. And she brought her PS4 with her. And so she has P5 and she's been playing it like nonstop. Um, and I haven't gotten to touch it yet because she's like, it's mine. And so while she was doing some work all day Saturday, I just kind of like that was all I did. I played for a good seven hours straight. What's your what you think of it compared to like the other it. personas? It's so good. It's it's like the best persona game I've ever played. Like three was really good. Four was kind of like Scooby Doo, so it wasn't as good. Scooby Dooby Dooby, where are you? You're in the TV persona. Yep. Uh, um, I heard that the uh, that Igor in this one doesn't sound right. You see, we've been developing theories for that, and we don't think it's Igor. That's what I've Weird. also heard, that some people were like, well, it's explained because maybe it's not Igor. And I was like, oh, well, that would explain why it doesn't sound like Igor. Igor, yeah. Igor, whatever. Yeah, Igor. <laughs> um if you know any spoilers, please don't say anything. I'm really right. trying to stay away. Then from again, them. it could also just be that the voice actor behind Igor actually died because he did die, and so they yeah. really just couldn't find someone to replace that voice. Which, like, if you know Igor before, he sounded like this like higher pitched like master kind of you know like yeah sound like that. But now and he's now like, oh, what do And it's like, yeah, Igor, it's when really did you deep. go through puberty? Yeah, it's a really deep voice now, and but there's also like some type of filter over it. Yeah, and so our our theory is that it's actually not Igor, but in fact it's the um like god of all personas. Oh, 
that uh oh it's the is the blue butterfly thing from the other person yeah the, the the butterfly guy uh we think it's actually him because also he's saying a lot of things that igor would never say you've never been able to social link igor in the past igor is like he doesn't take part in anything he's just an observer right he's in a, a neutral yeah so i don't think it's igor whether or not that's actually revealed, probably not, but I still like the theory. What do you think of his helpers for this one? Oh my god, I want to kill them, those brats. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline especially, oh my god, she pisses me off. Is she the one with the, the stick or the clipboard? Uh, she's the one with the nightstick, and okay. she's a bitch. Um, she's like a tsundere on drugs. Oh, gross yeah it's bad and justine is she's like pretty emotionless and i like her uh, because she's quiet the coup daddy yep okay so you, I, are you uh uh do you like the main protagonist i love him i love him so much he's so beautiful and sweet and he didn't deserve anything that happened to him. He's a good boy. Let Akira Kasura live. Ah, so uh, are you uh, finding any romances that you like him the best in? <laughs> All of the ones that I like, you can't technically do. Oh, okay. Because he's really fucking gay. Like, he, you get the option to say, like... Oh, who, do you like older women, younger women, or men? Or there's like op like times where you basically are straight out flirting with the other guy characters, and yet you can't date any of them. Ah, so you're in the you want to date guys camp. I see. You want him yes. to go that route, but you technically can't because this is a Persona game, and they've never had a gay character. Not true. In Persona Two, they did. Oh, well, they're regressing then. Yeah, uh, it, but it, it, it sucks because it's just like you have all these moments where he's basically just like, yeah, I'm, I'm at least bisexual and you can't do anything with it. Like fucking Yusuke is the gayest motherfucker I've ever seen. He like he compliments you and like you look magnificent and there are so many instances where like you're helping him with art projects and and like one option is just like uh should i like should i be nude for this and he's just like i never thought of that now strip are there any like yadade or stalkerish characters like it from three like the um, uh what was her name Ch chiyoko the uh the glasses girl the the treasure yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anybody like that or even like a mature character like um the redhead oh like Mitsuru yeah Mitsuru um yeah there are mature characters I would I would say that Say gives me Mitsuru vibes Say is the detective that you're being interrogated by ooh you can form a relationship with her I don't think so damn. But she, um, <clears throat> she gives me some Mitsuda vibes, but also, uh, Makoto gives me Mitsuda vibes. She's student council president, but she's got a lot going on underneath, kind of like Mitsuda. She's from a, like, prestigious family, or mm -hmm. like, or at least she's trying to be. 
like her her sister is say hmm. so she's trying to live up to family expectations and all that and she feels like she can't yeah it definitely reminds me a bit of mitsuru yeah so you would probably like makoto i do like that um i like i think my favorite relationships from three were the teacher number one Mm -hmm. especially like the ending that you can have with her where you confront her that you you know you you're telling her like yeah oh it's like it's you from the game and she's like yeah it's me and then like she almost says like would would you like to go out with me and then she's just like screw it i'm going away and it's like damn it just if you just said it i would have said yes there is also you can date the teacher in this one. Oh yes that makes me excited yeah, um... Older female characters, here I come. Yeah, uh... Kawakami-sensei. Uh, you can date her. She's got some shit going down. Like, she's done some... Like... It... I don't know what's going on with her yet, but something's happening to her, and I'm mm. concerned. Um, you can also date the, uh... doctor who runs a clinic down the street. Oh. Okay. And she's kind of punk rock. Uh, I'm not a big fan of punk rock girls. But she Does she have def- long or short hair? Short hair. Okay. You might like her. I have this weird feeling that you would like her, though, Red. I'll, I'll give it a chance. I mean, I do plan to get uh, Persona 5 at some point. I'll probably have to get the PlayStation 3 version of it because I only have a PS3. And mm-hmm. buying a PlayStation 4 just for this game is not worth it. In all honesty, even if it's like a super good game, I never buy a console for a single game anymore. But I mean, you could also get Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, I don't like that Final Fantasy. I liked when Final <gasps> Fantasies so <laughs> were turn based. I don't like this new version of combat they got. I don't like it at all. I played when they started doing that. When they started doing like this open arena thing, where it's like you're fighting them in this little thing, and it's like it's not turn based anymore. I hated lightning. I hated lightning mm-hmm. returns and that that kind of stuff. Or like that kind of fighting. Mm-hmm. I absolutely despise that combat system. It sucks. Give me and I'm I'm absolutely infuriated that they've decided to change the combat system in the remake of Final Fantasy VII. So it's like this new combat. It's like fuck you. Give me turn base. A remake does not mean you fucking gonna change the combat. Yeah, I can't say that I'm the biggest fan of the combat, but I'm mostly in it for the characters. I like, I don't care. It, I would love to be in it for the story and the characters, but when like 110% of what you're going to be doing is running into random battles, because no matter where you go in the open world, it's like, oh, random battle. <laughs> it's like ah you'll be doing that a lot more than like getting story so i'm gonna want a good turn-based combat system so probably in all honesty and and summons they're a big thing i love summons summons are in this one yeah but in in that one it's like you don't get them like by summoning them you get them by doing certain things in certain areas of the map at certain times you can't just be yeah. like, summon Bahama. That was my Bahama impression. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm i able to look past the combat system just because I love it so much. Like, I mean, it's not my favorite, but I, I can deal with it. 
it's not like impossible for me. It's just difficult. But yeah, I I definitely prefer the fact that P5 is sticking with like a uh, turn-based combat system. Okay, that that makes me happy when it's turn-based combat. I love turn-based combat. You you can never. Oh, and they're bringing back demon negotiations. Oh, from three. Um, from older Persona games. Oh, because and also like. Devil Survivor or Digital Devil Saga. The only like, so basic. The only thing I didn't really enjoy about Three's Personas stuff, where it was like you would get the Persona by getting uh, like if you leveled up with a person, their relationship, you could level up your Persona, and then like have higher level Personas and whatnot, and you had to like do certain challenges for uh, uh for uh, Igor's helper in Three. I can't remember her name right now for some reason. Oh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah, no, there's none of that. There's none of that? There's no, there's no like, combining personas to get, like, oh, another Oh, well, you personas? do have to combine personas to get better personas, but you can also just negotiate with them. I mean, it's faster to try and form them yourself. But it, because the thing is, is that the, pers- the, the shadows that you're fighting mm-hmm. are personas. Like, they've forgotten that they are personas. Oh, well, that's interesting. So you're you can negotiate with them once you get to a certain point in the game. Oh, I've yeah, now I remember. I've seen the uh, the combat of that, and I was like, why are they fighting the hanged man? Yeah, you know, like why are they fighting these things that are clearly personas? So, what do you think yeah. of the personas themselves? Like for each character, they're unique personas. They're unique personas. I yeah, think like that Ryuji's is kind of stupid, um, but. I like Arsene, who is the main characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Akira's persona is, he's really cool. Um, Anz is pretty good. I like Morgana's. I haven't gotten anybody else yet. I'm still in the first uh, dungeon. Ah, okay. Like, th- it's a really well paced game. Like, there's no way you can rush through it. Yeah. I think like, that was the same thing with three. You couldn't really rush through it. Days would have to go by. I mean, you could like end the day, but then like if you ended a day, you missed out on so much. You can't really end days as quickly as like, in three. Yeah, because well, I mean, Morgana kind of like once you get Morgana like living with you, that's the cat, um, living with you at, at your house. Um, Is that cat a guy or a girl? Guy, no. I was hoping um, that the uh, the the animal ish character this time would be a girl. Everybody thought that he was a girl for a really long time until the game came out, and it was just like, oh, it's a guy. Probably. Probably. <laughs> uh, he doesn't know. <laughs> oh, ambiguous. So kind of like, um... oh no, Teddy well, knew he, he was doesn't a guy. know because he doesn't have any memory. Although Teddy did cross-dress a lot. He doesn't remember uh, his past, and he thinks that he used to be a human. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe. We'll see then. Yeah. So, yeah, he kind of controls your life after a certain point, and he'll just be like, what are you doing? You can't go outside. Go to bed. And you ha- you can't do anything. You just have to go to bed. Um, Man, with how much we're talking about... Uh... Persona, you'd think this was video game pulse. 
Yeah, we should move on. We should move on. Tangents, tangents. We've been talking for like 45 minutes already. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. So uh, anything else for your week? Nope. Let's move on. Okay. Industry news. Industry news. Yes, so uh, I'll kick things off here. Um, So because one of our listeners requested it, I'm going to be doing a piece of food news. Woo, food news. The thing that everybody loves. (laughs) (laughs) So my bit of food news here is the Doritos is going to be coming to Japan with some brand new flavors. Okay, what kind of flavors? They have for a limited time. Starting April 18th, uh, stores, uh, Family Mart convenience stores throughout the island of Okinawa will have the new chip flavors wasabi soy sauce and octopus dumpling sauce. Mm, I'd like to try the octopus one. Yeah, I think I would love to try that one too. So uh, the 90 gram bags are going to be sold for 213 yen or $1.96 each. So they're okay. basically like, you know, snack bags. Um, and you can buy them from the Okinawa Family Marts. Um, if, if Ichigo actually lived closer, I would honestly ask him to buy me a bag. Um, because this sounds really good. I mean, I'd love to try takoyaki at some point because... I've tried it. Is it? But where I got it wasn't very good. Yeah. I want like one of those stands like from three where you just like, although from three it was, what did she have? She had duck in it or something like that. You remember that? I don't. I don't remember that one. There was a takoyaki stand like outside of the like. If you left the train station, you walked across the street to like the convenience stores. There was mm-hmm. like a stand in the corner. You buy uh, the little girl. It's like her favorite place to eat. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't remember much of three anymore, unfortunately. Ah. Yeah, unfortunately, because that was a great one. Made me a little emotional when like. Um, you like in the uh, the answer when you find out yeah. what happened to the main protagonist. Also, it made me extremely emotional when you fucking see him die at the end of the fucking the question. It's like, <laughs> oh, are you just gonna go to sleep now? Oh, he's not sleeping, is he? He is technically asleep, but that's like another story for another day. <laughs> we need to keep on track here. <laughs> right, right. Damn it, Persona. Why are you so good? Okay, so um, so yeah, if you do want the bags you will have to get them from the okinawa uh family mart convenience stores and i i'm sure you can buy them on amazon i wonder like, i'm gonna check to see if they are for sale there but uh for now they are just being listed there they're also going to be sold in taiwan but i mean in all honesty if you got a choice between going to okinawa or taiwan you're gonna go to okinawa yeah at least personally. Yeah, personally. I mean, I'm sure there are some people that are like, Taiwan, of course. It's it's got... I don't know what Taiwan's famous for. What's Taiwan's famous for? I don't know. I don't, I don't study all of Asia. Cheap, cheap, cheap prostitutes? Stop it! Sorry. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, yeah, that's my piece of food news. So, there you go, Charlie Brown. That's 
<laughs> listener's name who requested it. Uh, Mr. Brown, you have your food news. Um, I know it's kind of scantily clad food news, but honestly, there really wasn't much in the way of food news for this past week. So It was like a really skimpy week for food news. Yeah, I know, which is weird. I mean, maybe like every weeks. like maybe like once a month we can do a piece of food news. Yeah. Maybe or like once a couple shows, like every three shows or something, I can bring out I can break out a piece of food news. Yeah. If that appeals to you, let us know in the comments. Yeah, let us know in the comments for the show. You know, I will I will do some food news, make your mouth water and the rest of the people go, Oh my god, not food news again. Skip. <laughs> Alright, so my piece of industry news it's not really industry news, it's Japan news. So apparently there are fake monks targeting foreign visitors to Japan. Um, so Buddhist priests are a pretty common sight in Japan, whether or not they're meditating, conducting religious ceremonies, or looking kind of idiotic on uh, riding while riding bicycles. Mm-hmm. But recently some posters have been popping up around Tokyo warning tourists not to give money to, uh, to a scam artist masquerading as a monk. Ah, stealing money from the unsuspecting foreigners. Yes, so apparently these um, posters all read the same thing, and it's written and drawn really badly. It's like half in cursive, half in like regular font. It just says, he is a cheat, not Japanese templesman. Such a thing never occurs. Give me money. He always swindles, warning, a Chinese. Okay. Yeah, so, um, there was an arrest recently, um, in Oena Park in Akihabara. Uh, the arrested man uh, has allegedly been able to make, uh, 20,000 yen, about $185, for selling prayer beads and thank you notes, supposedly to fund temple maintenance. Tisk tisk. Yeah, so apparently this guy was a fake and uh they warn uh they warn basically against um giving money to anybody who's on the street. Like if you're looking to support any local temples or shrines in Japan, you should go to the collection boxes on site or buy a uh, good luck talisman from them. I actually received a good luck talisman from my friend Olivia, in uh, who is a priestess, who uh, trained to be a priestess and whatnot, and she goes back and forth from Canada to Japan, and uh, goes to shrines and whatnot, and she sent me a uh, little talisman. I haven't opened it up because I know that's supposed to break the charm, but um, it's it's nice. I keep it in my wallet. I think it's brought me some good luck. That's good. Yeah, yep. I really want to go to Japan and like get a bunch of them because <laughs> I could use the good <laughs> luck. So, so uh, yeah, just if you're going to Japan anytime soon, especially with the Olympics approaching, mm-hmm. uh, you should be wary about who you were giving your money to. Yeah, especially if his name is Akira. Don't do it. <laughs> He's a phantom thief. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I do have just a little bit of follow-up news. I'm not going to even include it as like a link to follow. I just mm-hmm. wanted to mention that the um, Do You Like Your Mom, Her Normal Attack is to Attacks at Full Power campaign. Um, the promotional uh, footage for it is done so well that it's actually inspired like a ton of uh, 
stuff already. Like there's been merchandise here and there. There's a video game, uh, an RPG style video game um, that's come out with uh, official art in it now. Um, <clears throat> there's even a web page with personalized voice clips from the uh, mother played by Ai Kayano. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're only 50, but they seem personalized because they dr- she addresses like common Japanese nicknames um, and what she does. And then she adds like Chan or Kun to the end of them. And okay. some of the lines are like, it's all right. Mom knows best you're trying your hardest. Or do you want a food or do you want food, a bath or me? Uh, so this is definitely like I'm getting more vibes that if this does become like a manga, um, it's going to be like a. I'm in love with my mother type of thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely going to be a, a one for the mom cons out there. Definitely. Yeah. Or the mothers who like their you know, sons. Uh, what would they call that? Son cons? Son cons? I have no idea, my dude. I am not into that fucking shit. Oh, sisters that are into brothers of broke cons, right? And the brothers yeah, like and brother the sisters. Com- it's like, it's a. Yeah, it's a brother or sister complex. So I'm guessing if it would be a sun con. Sun complex. Sun con. It sounds like a convention. Attend sun con. Or is a sun. So yeah, so yeah, I just wanted to mention that it's doing really well and it looks like it might get a manga at this rate. Like if it does, I think if it does any better, it's probably on its way to get a manga. Not an anime because it has to be a manga first to like start being popular enough. Um, but yeah. I, I definitely think that it's, it's on its way to being a manga. I'm looking forward to it too, because it, the art style looks pretty cool. I like it. All right. Uh, yes. Well, I guess that that would bring us to previews. Previews. Yay. In a world where laughter was king. Uh, no, in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no, in a world? It's not that kind of movie. All right, so... My first uh, anime for uh, this week is Sagarada Reset. Mm-hmm. So it takes place in a small town just near the Pacific Ocean. That's all the information that we're given. Obviously, it's in Japan. Okay. Um, all of the people in this town... Have special abilities. Like quirks? <laughs> um, not as useful. Oh. But, uh, the main character goes as far as to say that they're all useless, or most of them are, or most of them are useless, and you can only maintain having this ability if you stay within the town. As soon as you leave the town, you forget you ever had one. Huh. Okay. So... The episode begins with our main character, whose name, I think, is Kay. Yeah, his name is Kay. Or is it... Yeah, it's Kay. Um, And he has received a love letter in his uh, shoe locker. Aw, so nice. And it tells him to meet him on the school rooftop uh, the following day. Meet him? He goes... Yeah, no, uh, to meet no meet her. Oh, okay, I was about to say this is right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
he goes home. He's playing basketball with who I assume is his brother or a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're having a conversation about this girl in uh, their class who has long, wavy hair. And apparently the two of them, the main character, Kay, and this girl are alike. And he is questioning as to why they're alike. And apparently um, the friend or brother says it's because they're both insincere. Uh, then he, go, he, he does end up going up to the rooftop and... It's the girl. No, the girl he was expecting to be there isn't there. It's, a, oh. it's the girl they were talking about while playing basketball. Okay, that's what I meant. It's that girl. Yeah. Okay. And he's just like, "Where? why are you here? I was expecting this other girl. And she's just like, I don't know. I was just told to be here. And she's very, she's very much a coup d'etat. She has no emotion whatsoever. Hmm. Um. Okay. And they're talking about things and she's just giving nothing but vague answers when she turns and looks and sees a young girl walking by and she's crying um and she says reset and then suddenly he's back standing at his shoe locker looking at the letter and he gets like a powerful moment of deja vu and he's just like hmm so he goes through most of the events the same way, uh-huh. but instead of going up to the uh, rooftop, he goes and finds the girl that he was supposed to meet mm-hmm. and says, why aren't you on the rooftop? And she's just like, oh, I just wanted you two to be friends. And he's like, why? Because she doesn't have any friends. Well, why can't you be her friend? We aren't compatible. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's honesty right there. Yeah, and so she agrees to help him become friends with Misora. That's the uh, girl that can reset. Okay. Um, if he's if he's interested, but only if uh, you know, he's being sincere about it. And he makes a point of saying that he doesn't know what the point of that would be, and he doesn't like doing things that have no point. Makes sense. Yep. So they, uh, the all three of them meet up on the rooftop, and they start talking about their abilities. And we learn that Misura has the ability to set back the past a total of three days, but there are some uh, limitations. She can only do it if she saves first, which is just her verbally saying save. Okay. And... She cannot redo the same thing twice. She has to get it right the like you know the second time. Like she can't like keep go back going back and doing the same thing over and over and over again. Ah, okay. There's a girl the, from uh from uh, Kenat Matsu's second work after Negima. I forget what it's called. Uh, like Q CQ power or something like that. C something um and there's a girl from it that kind of has like the same ability where she saves and then if she's like killed or something happens she can reset and the days go back to what they were that day 
the thing is, is that when she does this, everybody loses their memory. So nobody knows that she has reset. And that includes herself, which is the biggest limitation, is that she doesn't even know once she's reset if she has. She can only tell if she tries to reset again that she's already and reset. it doesn't work. Yeah. Ah, clever. So <laughs> we learned that Kay actually has the ability to be able to recall all of his memories. So he, his ability means that even if she resets, he can still remember. So that is a pretty useless ability. That's like so tied into her ability. It's like, oh man, that is really. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, basically he can remember anything he wants with accuracy. That's his ability. Okay. It just means that his memory can't be erased and it does tie into hers. Um, so he decides that he, because, uh, he mentions this ability to his friend slash brother, um, and they discuss it, and, uh, he says that there must be, like, a good use for their abilities together, and that they could work together, and he brings this up to her, uh, Misora, by saying, like, we should work together and use, like, this power for good. And she's just like, um, no, because I don't trust you. I can't detect if somebody is lying. So you could, and you're way too excited about this. Uh, there's no way I'm doing that. And he's just like, well, I'll gain your trust then. And she's like, I've never trusted anyone, not once. Hmm. And then we see her approach the girl that she saw crying. And... They start hanging out, and she's like a little girl who lost her mother. And they're on the swing set one day, and uh, she, uh, the little girl says, "Um, the uh, there's something wrong with like between her and her mother. Like her mother doesn't love her, okay, because she's a fake." And obviously, we don't know what that means. Um, and, uh, Misora asks, well, do you want to be loved by your mom? And she's just like, yes, I, I do very much. And then a random guy shows up and is just like, hey, uh, whatever the little girl's name, it's time to go home. Your mother's not here to pick you up. It's just me. And so they go off and we've shortly thereafter learned that um because the girl who was supposed to be the one who wrote the love who wrote the love letter and Kay have a conversation where uh she brings up the fact that the little girl's name is the name of a girl who died 7 years ago uh, at birth and so Kay asked the little girl so who the hell are you <laughs> and that's where the episode ends Hmm. It's a little confusing. Yeah, that, that was a little confusing at the after you like explained when they all met up. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I'm probably going to continue to watch more of it. Mm -hmm. But I, th it, it does have some problems. The animation isn't fantastic. The voice acting is kind of boring. Um, but I'll continue to watch it to see if it gets better. All right. 
Well, my first anime here I'm going to be talking about is one of those short animes. Five episodes, oh. or five minutes per episode. Okay. So it's uh, Annie ni uh, Sukeru Kusuri wa Nai. And uh, basically it's a slice of life kind of anime about um, a brother and sister who... Uh, go through these different situations and the first episode opens up with them staring at like a sausage stand Mm -hmm. and they're both obviously very hungry and the uh this whole episode sets up the dynamic between them the brother is weak-willed he's not very strong he's kind of average looking although in all honesty you know he's like pretty good looking compared comparatively standards but you know asian people they just have that quality about them or it's even like the most average of them are just better looking than your good looking white person uh to be asian that that's wow okay it's not Um, racist that's complimenting the race no that's incredibly (laughs) racist (laughs) That's like saying it's like, oh, Asian people are smarter than most people. That's not racist. That's really racist. That's stereotyping. That's stereotyping. It ain't racist. Oh, God. Okay, just move on. Anyways. um, So they're standing there. They're staring at it. And the sister's like, oh, I want to get one of these sausages. And he's like, you know, we should. But we have have leftovers at home. And she's like, you're just complaining because you don't have any money because you spend it all on your snacks and whatnot. And he's like, no, we should eat the, uh, the leftovers of at home. She's like, yada. And he repeats, he's like, we should eat the leftovers at home. She's like, yada. And he's like, but uh, her name's Shin Mao. He's like, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, Mao, the food at home, it's your favorite. It's in Kikuchi. And she's like, <laughs> and she looks like longingly. She's like, it, it started out that way. But then after the days it's been in the fridge, you kept adding leftovers to it. And now it's a stark thing. It's dark. And he's like, but it's still your favorite. And she and she just interrupts me every time. But dark. And he's like, but you could just eat around it. Dark. He's like, in all honesty, it's been in the refrigerator for too long anyways. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> And so she ends up getting a sausage and... Um, he's like staring at it intensely and she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to curse it to turn into something dark. And she's like, stop that. And so she offers him a bite and she's like, but just one bite. Okay. And he's like, oh, Shin Mao. And so he like, just like inhales the entire thing and in one bite. And he's like, just one bite, huh? She looks at the sick and she looks it up while smiling. And then she just starts beating the shit out of him. (laughs) And so basically she's, um, it ends off with like describing the two of them from the sister's perspective uh he has no athletic ability he's not very smart he's kind of average in academics he's not great in anything else uh weak-willed that kind of thing meanwhile she is excellent at sports she's pretty smart she is doing well for herself that kind of thing um uh since it's so short i will explain like the next couple of episodes so the second one has them has like the brother meeting a group of like uh ruffians and they're mm-hmm. like they have bats and whatnot they pull them behind the school his little sister sees them and they're like you got to give us back our money and the little sister shows up and it's like what's going on here and the brother like 
tries to defend her because like the ruffians are like this ain't no place for a woman get out of here and the brother like steps in front of her and she's like and he's like um oh don't don't hurt my little sister you can you can beat me up but don't hurt her and then like she like bonks him over the head and um and she's like what do you think you're doing he's like i i wanted to protect my cute little sister and she just like raises a fist at him he's like oh, i'm sorry <laughs> and like uh um later on like the ruffians grab the little sister and like we're gonna hold your little sister hostage till you pay us back and so like the brother's like all right i'll get the money i'll be back and he takes off and the little sister's like you know he's not gonna pay you back how much should he owe you? And like the one guy's like, he owed me 760 yen. And the other guy's like 360. And the last guy's like, like 500 yen. And she's like, if you want your money back, this is how you do it. And she chases after the brother and then like pins him to the ground. And uh, she's like, see, this is how you do it. And the, the leader of the ruffians like picks up his phone. He's like, hello, is this a police? <laughs> <laughs> so it's got some good comedy to it. Um, the latest episode was like the brother sees another little brother and little sister and uh the brother's like defending the little sister against some like birds that are bothering her and he's like mm -hmm, that's how it should be and then he like thinks about his relationship with his sister and it's like the sister's holding the stick fending off the birds and he's hiding behind her but then she just turns around and starts beating the crap out of him he's like this doesn't feel right <laughs> <laughs> and then his sister gets hurt so he shows up and he's like i'm going to lift her up and like carry her away um and take her to the nurse and so he shows up and he's like fantasizing about like lifting her up and carrying her and she's like oh nichan and he's like ha 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 and snaps back to her and she's like if you're gonna carry me you better hurry up and do it and so he tries to lift her up but he's so weak he can't do it <laughs> and he's like I thought about it too much. I wasn't able to do it. I overestimated it. <laughs> and he's like, but I'll carry you on my back. And so she gets on his back and then he still has had trouble getting up. But then she's like, if you struggle anymore with me on your back, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's pretty amusing. The animation's simplistic, but extremely polished. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I don't know if it's like a CG program, but it doesn't feel like it's hand drawn it feels somehow like it's some kind of weird program for animating but it's pretty good i like it uh then also the nice thing about it is that the the sister is voiced by uh sora uh Ami, amiya and the mm -hmm. uh brother is voiced by yuguchi nakamura uh yuguchi you may recognize his voice from being tatsuya from uh from uh mahoka he was oh, okay. also um he was also the main character from uh uh what was his name? He was the the character where like the girl would always say like I'm curious. Oh, I don't remember. Uh he played Tomia from Clanad. Mm-hmm. Um he was uh Kyohei from Durarara. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he he has like this older uh older voice. Oh, is uh Hyoka in um in Hyoka, he plays Hotaru. Oh, all right. So yeah, so he he does some good voices. Um, oh, from Inuex Boku SS, he was uh, Soshi. I haven't seen that one. Oh, you might like that. Very Butler esque. Okay. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, the girl actually is like the voice of like Aqua from Konosuba. 
Mm-hmm. She's the voice of, uh, let's see here. Uh, she was Honoka from Mahoko, Mahoka. She was Elizabeth from Nanatsu no Tezai. Okay. Uh, oh, and she was Toka from Tokyo Ghoul. Oh. Yep. So she, you know, she's got more of a, uh, I want to say commanding because she's good at like playing Aqua, who's not very commanding at all. Oh, she was Akame from Akame Got Kill. I actually haven't seen Akame Got Kill. She was, oh, no, a, yeah, I have. she was Elysium from Alden Zero. The princess. Oh, okay. Yep. So she's got a good, like, prestigious voice. I'll say yeah. that. Um, and, like, f- it's pretty funny that someone who played Tatsuya, who's, like, the most overpowered character in anime, is playing uh, this, like, weak-willed brother who wants to, like, impress his little sister, but basically his little sister is the older brother. Mm-hmm. So, thus far, it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's very funny, and it's very short. Yes. All right, well, my se- excuse me. Um, my second series is Sakura Quest. So, this one starts out kind of unusual. It starts out with a girl getting a job interview. And, uh, well, actually, she's telling a story about when she was a kid and how she was like this queen of this area, wherever it was. Mm-hmm. And she remembers it fondly and and she doesn't know if it's real or not but this is like this memory has made her happy throughout her entire life and she's telling this story at a job interview and they're asking her these tough questions like hey would you be okay with a secretary position instead and what about being able to move out in somewhere rural and she's like i prefer to stay in tokyo and then we see her getting her fortune told and uh Mm-hmm. The guy is like, oh, well, you'll be very lucky in your golden years. And she's like, I don't care about that. I care about <laughs> now. And then she gets an email that says, um, wishing you the best of luck in finding a job. It's basically a no thank you. We're not interested email Ouch. from one of the places that she applied to. Right. And so she's still waiting on one more place that she applied to because she's applied to like applied to like over 30. Oh, that's nothing. She, well, she's, I've applied to over 200 jobs since losing my thing with the state. So, uh, we find out that she's about to graduate college. And after she graduates, uh, her mother wants her to move back to her rural town because uh, she could use her help. And... She's cutting off her allowance after the following month when she graduates. Ooh. So she better hurry up and find a job in Tokyo if she wants to stay there. She goes and checks her bank account and there's like 600 yen in there. That is nothing. That's like, isn't that like six bucks? Yeah, that's like six bucks. What's she going to do with six bucks? She puts raspberries on a piece of bread. Oh, come on. Now you're making me feel bad for her. Yeah. Is she cute? She's really cute. Oh, no. The the animation in this series is really well done, but it's by PA Works, so that's kind of expected. Of course. 
Um, and then she gets a phone call from a modeling agency that she, like, applied to with a friend of hers. And they have a job for her. It's in a rural town, and they'll cover her expenses and the, t- and the ticket there. Okay. Now, don't tell so, me, though, like, when she gets there, they're expecting her friend. No. Uh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> they were expecting somebody completely different. Oh. They were expect. Apparently, the um, kanji, the characters for her name and somebody else's name, are very similar, and so they got confused and they asked for like an uh, older woman who was like a former idol. Oh, and they got her instead. Um, and we find out the idol that was being requested by the old man, who's kind of like the head of the town, is dead. Ooh, okay. So yeah, she so. uh, kind of like apologizes for the mix-up and is just like, but I mean, I can, if there's any way that I can still help out, then I'll do it. And the old guy is just like, cool, you're our new queen. And we find out that this is a uh, tourism job. So for the tourism uh, bureau uh, for this small town. Oh, so she's going to be like the uh, the mascot. Kinda, yeah. So they have like this weird story having to do with the chupacabra, you and mean like the the Spanish blood sucking yes. goat. Yes. What? Um, that I'm not kidding. And um, uh, there's like this big long fairy tale about it, and like apparently it's like a local monster. <laughs> And, uh, she is going to be the new queen, and she is, like, coronated and has, like, a crown on her head, and she's just like, I guess I could do this for, like, a day or two, and, um, she, uh, is driven to this place that used to be a dorm, and meets another girl that she had met on the bus there, who is uh, rolled up in a sleeping bag, kind of like Aizawa in a Boku no Hero Academia. Okay. And she sits up and is just like, oh, you're the new queen? And is, and is just, and she's just like, yeah, I mean, I'm leaving right after I get paid, so I'm just staying here for the night. And she's like, you can't leave now. The job is just starting. And she pulls up, like, an internet uh, article that says... Um, what's the name of the town? It doesn't say. But the su- such and such a town uh, has named their new queen. Will this be the uh, like the rebirth of, of this town? And uh, like for the next year or whatever. And she's just like, what do you mean a year? I didn't agree to a year. And she calls the uh, modeling agency and she's just like, I didn't agree to this. And he's just like, yes, you did. It's in your contract. And she looks at her contract and it says, yep, a year. And she freaks out and is just like, I'm going back to Tokyo. And she tries to get get a bus there. and The bus doesn't go to the station. And she tries to go, and then she walks to the station and there's no train going to the station. And um, appar- like, apparently the guy who was driving the bus called the head of the village and was just like, yeah, she's trying to leave. Oh, <laughs> Um, and the old guy and, uh, another woman 
like try to put on this act like the old guy dresses up as the chupacabra and starts chasing our main character and she's just like <laughs> holy shit and then uh the other woman shows up and is just like help me i'm being attacked and uh it it's so ridiculous and then she figures out what's really going on and she's like stop messing around and hits the chupacabra in the face with her bag and it's the old guy mm-hmm. so uh then we just see a, a shot of an ambulance driving away <laughs> oh. and the other woman try like uh while on the ride back to the dorm tries to convince her to stay and now you make me feel bad again because now it's like real life again where it's like a Japanese town that really wants people to come visit it and like it can't do it with like no matter what. It's like, let's get an anime anime uh, uh, mas- mascot. It will bring him in. And it's like, you just, it it didn't do anything. Well, let's, let's try doing this, a festival. It doesn't do anything. And it's like, oh, that makes me feel so bad. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, the dorm is locked, and the girl, the other girl that was in there is fast asleep. So she goes back to, like, the town castle, mm-hmm. I guess, and is looking through the pictures and decides that she's going to stay there until morning. And she realizes that this is the place that she came when she was a kid, because apparently she was celebrated as, like, the 100,000th visitor and was made the queen for the day or whatever. Ah. And this is the place that she remembers. And the other woman, whose name I can't remember, um, comes back in the uh, comes there in the morning and sees her with the crown and cape on, and is just like, "Oh my god, you decided to stay!" And she's just like, "No, I haven't. I was just really cold, and I needed so- like a blanket or whatever." And uh, she's like, "I'm still waiting for a response from my last job interview," and she gets the message right then that just says, "Good luck." <laughs> so, guess she, she's gonna be the queen. Yep, and the old guy shows back up and is just, is just like, "We got work to do. You're staying," and that's the end of the first episode. And so it was it was pretty funny and cute, and I liked it. And I think that you should actually probably give it a chance. I know you weren't interested at first because, oh, it's all women. But there are hey, some male characters, too. don't say it like that. Too. You know I'm not into that kind of thing. It's it's slice of life, all women or all male animes just don't appeal to me. Well, there are side characters that are male. Well, there were side characters that were male in, in, in K-On, too. But you don't see me, like, reaching for the K-On masturbation bucket. Still, it's really cute, and I think you should watch it. <sighs> I I like it. I'm going to continue to watch it. Oh, good for you. <laughs> All right, what's your last preview? Because this show has been really long, and I have a shit ton of work to do. Yes, it has been. Um, so I'm doing the second season of Psychano. So okay. First season of Psychano, basically, gist of it is... Dude wants to make a video game, one of those light novel video game things, you know, multiple mm-hmm. choices. Um, he sees a girl that catches his eye uh, named uh, Kato, I think. Megumi Kato, or Kato Megumi. And he wants her to be his protagonist in the video game because she is boring, as he puts it. She is a 
despite being good looking, she does not stand out at all. She is like a background character and she looks like a mm-hmm. background character. Um, and she kind of even acts like a background character, very mute, very like reactionless, that kind of thing. Um, he has two other characters, a childhood friend character named Eridi Spencer, who is a uh, very popular, refined type Ojo-sama lady at school, who, yep. you know, flat chest, long blonde hair kind of thing, twin tails. But uh, reality is she is um, she is part of a group called Egotistic Lily, which is a doujin author. Uh, oh. Where she makes very erotic uh, doujins. Okay. Yep. Um, and her real personality is cruel and sadistic, passionate and animalistic. Um, he also has another girl who he's friends with named Utaha. Mm-hmm. And Utaha is more of like the older woman type, long black hair, very respected by her peers. You know, older, not even in the fact like her age, but she's also in the school. She is... Uh, a uh, senpai. Okay. And she's very intelligent, very beautiful, uh, but she has like an expressionless, quiet nature about her. She, however, also is a well-known author um, for like some of these light novels that get put out. And so what he does, Tomiya, our main character, he gets together Eridi, Utaha, and Megumi all together in a group. And he's like, we're going to make this video game. And that's basically the first season um, is them working together to get it done. And like the realization, like all these girls like him and Megumi is like the only one who realizes it. Uh, that they all like him. Even though they all know they like him, he doesn't know that all because he's that dense, stupid shit protagonist that is in, like, every fucking uh, harem setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to beat the shit out of. Um, <laughs> but it gets brought up a lot by Megumi. She's like, you're really dense. You're really stupid. You're really deaf. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, first season started off, first episode is basically just a recap episode on how... Uh, Eridi and Utaha met and just like them fighting over Tomoya and wanting to be the apple of his his eye. Yep. Um, And them coming to realize that they both actually like each other. They don't hate each other. Uh, Although the end of the episode has them like arguing back and forth uh, about like uh, Utaha's like childhood characters childhood friend characters are never the winners they're always the losers and Eridi is like the older female characters only ever make the protagonist sad <laughs> um, but I think the saddest part about it is that in all honesty Tomiya's set his eyes on Megumi like he sees her in a romantic setting and all the girls are gonna lose except for uh megumi but the thing is megumi realizes that he likes her a bit and she also sees that all these other girls have been trying as hard as they can to get his attention so she's at the same time like i know he likes me but i know these other girls like him maybe more than me so what do i do because she doesn't feel it's right that she's just this girl who showed up out of nowhere and wins well, yeah. women are not prizes to be won. Well, you know, no, she wins him. 
as in like she's the one that wins the like the the contest for his heart and she just yeah, shows up out of nowhere either. well i don't know about that i consider myself a prize ladies <laughs> um and i kind of agree with that i mean it's a difficult situation for her he likes her and at first he only liked her because like oh you're the most normal character ever can please be a part of my 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 game and but now like she realizes like oh he actually maybe sees me in a romantic sense but that's not good because if he sees me in a romantic sense that's going to ruin his relationship with not only Eredi and Utaha but also Izumi who is a uh she i believe is his uh she's like a a band a rock, a band uh person so she makes the music for his game and mm-hmm. a and his cousin who is like a little sister type character who is pretty good at a lot of things but she's also um oh no i got it backwards his cousin is the one who does the uh music she's a part of icy tail which is a band and oh, yeah. Izumi is actually the little sister character who's also a very famous uh, doujin author for this other competing doujin against Eredi. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of complex situations and characters, and it's just, I don't know how it's going to go down, but whatever happens, there's going to be a lot of losers in this situation. It's a kind of anime that makes you think like, oh, in these harem settings, there is no harem end. And when they doesn't have a real harem end, there's a lot of broken hearts. Yeah. And it, it really does make you kind of feel bad. So, I'm looking... It, thus far, the first episode's good. The art's good. You know, it's... It's, uh... Done by A1 Pictures. When they're mm-hmm. actually doing their darndest to do good. So, I'm, uh, looking forward to seeing more. Alright. Well, that wraps up the episode. Oh, yeah, it does. I, I was just thinking, I was like, didn't you have one more? No, you went first. Nope. <laughs> uh, I'm losing my memory. Please help. Someone send me Ginkgo Biloba. <laughs> Anyways, I need to let, uh, I need to let um, Rio get to her finals. So uh, until next time, everybody, keep watching, keep listening, keep the anime low strong. Keep the anime low strong.